Tonight on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, we are previewing week three. It's time for Garbage Time. Welcome into Garbage Time Fantasy Football. I am your host, Ron Seymour, joined today by Joe McCann. How are you doing today, Joe? Doing fantastic. Need to get some wins in some of my fantasy leagues, and we're getting some more offense in this uh, Steelers-Browns game that I thought we were going to get. Yeah, I mean, it's not horrible. No, it's not terrible yet. Uh, Najee Harris has already gotten into the end zone. They're not looking bad on offense, so let's see how it goes, and uh, let's get through some of this news. Guys, if you like what you hear on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, make sure to like and subscribe to the show. You can listen to us here on YouTube. You can also get us in audio formats at Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, Amazon, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. Leave voicemails at www.garbagetimeff.com. Leave us messages at Garbage Time Fantasy Football and on Twitter at Garbage underscore Time FF. Ron, hit that news button for us. Ah! Use updates. Guys, if you have any starters, I know I love it. (laughs) Guys, if you have any starter safe questions tonight, feel free to throw them down in the comments and we will get back to you on them. First question I've got for you, Ron. Keenan Allen gonna play this weekend. Limited practice seems to be streaming along the white lines. Are we gonna see him this weekend? I mean, he said he thinks he's gonna play, but he's been a liar in the past when it's come to tough stuff like this. So I don't know. Yeah, the um, fantasy footballers are not a big fan of him. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're a fan of him, just not listening to him about if he's going to play or not. Uh, so, obviously, if you picked up Josh Palmer last week, you're going to keep him on your roster. And if Keenan Allen doesn't play, you can plug in Josh Palmer, I think. Absolutely. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is listed in the Chiefs' week three injury report with a shoulder injury. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling also came up with a hip issue. Are you worried about the Chiefs wide receiving core into this weekend? Do people need to evaluate this going forward? Um, I'm personally not worried because I have already gone to the stance that I'm not playing any Chiefs wide receiver in fantasy football because it is going to be too hard to figure out who's going to be the good one every week. Is there anyone that you picked off of waivers that you potentially would like to play over those guys in any of your I leagues? would play... Uh, Josh Palmer. Um, God, there's quite a few. I know I I straight up drop, dropped MVS. Like Garrett, I was, Garrett Wilson is definitely one. I would play Garrett Wilson over him. I think Shepard's a decent option there too. I think you could probably potentially the, play him over them. So the thing is with the Chiefs wide receiver is yes, someone is going to have a good game. Like someone could have a hundred yards and two TDs. Like that's a hundred percent in the realm of possibility, but you're not going to know who it is. And I don't, I'd rather be uh, on the outside of that looking in rather than trying to figure out each week, who's it going to be. All right. Speaking of uh, wide receivers, Jacoby Myers did not practice Thursday. Uh, Is he going to miss this upcoming weekend? He seems like a PPR monster the last two weeks and something that you could have thrown into your third wide receiver position. Monitor practice ports tomorrow. Um, if he's in, definitely at least a flex play. Uh, mm-hmm. 
like you said, PPR machine. You got to play him if he's playing. Yep. Uh, J.K. Dobbins remains a full practice Thursday. Is this the weekend we're going to see him, and what is his outlook if he does play? So, am I imagining this? He did full practices last week too, right? He did. Okay, I think we see him this week, and I kind of think his workload's going to be more than what people are expecting. Is that going to add up to good fantasy outlooks, though? Uh, with this offense and the threat of Lamar Jackson, if he gets 13 to 14 carries, mm-hmm. he could have a good fantasy outlook. Uh, it's it's still iffy to start him this week. You might want to wait one more week, but I do think he's going to have a full workload. I think he could have played last week, but they just decided let's keep him out one more week. That way we can bring him back full go. So that's what I'm thinking. Najoku just got a touchdown in the Steelers and Browns game too. So there's your touchdown if you are a Najoku owner on the week. Next little bit of news that we've got for you, George Kittle's growing. Oh, no. Oh. Do not practice again Thursday. Uh, is this going to be another injury-plagued year for Mr. Wait, George Wait, he didn't Kittle? practice? I thought he had a limited practice. No, he did practice. My apologies. Oh, I, I was going to say, um, probably uh, but he is a tough guy. He will play through as much as he possibly can. But, you know, it's just, it's not looking great. You know, over the past couple of years, he's, seems like he's been injured more than he hasn't been injured. Um, At this point, I feel like it's, like he's a risky play. Like he's he, probably in, that's for sure. He is a risky play, but guess what? There's not a lot at the tight end position outside of the top two players right now. So if he's playing, you're playing him. And they got a quarterback upgrade. So yeah, Jimmy G's playing now. Not a fantasy quarterback upgrade, but a regular quarterback upgrade. It's a fantasy upgrade for him. I right. believe him playing over Trey oh, Lance, yeah. who is going to have to come back next year to try to get that job back. Dalton Schultz, another tight end, did not practice Thursday. This is the guy that did not practice. What's your thoughts on him in this upcoming weekend? God, I well, let's see. I I think there's a chance he plays, but I really hope he doesn't. And yeah. it's going to be hard because it is the Monday night game. So unless you have another option on Monday night, which you don't, because it's Schultz or Daniel Bellinger for the Giants, like oh boy, yeah. Let's <laughs> if you if you could get another option, I I would roll with the other option. Uh maybe a Bengals tight end that you brought up on the waiver show. Yeah, Hayden Hurst. Uh, also, if you know, look and see if Everett's still out there. Doubtful. Be, yeah, I mean they're doubtful, but you never know. Yeah, I think those are all decent options there, too. Uh, Give me the lowdown on Christian McCaffrey. You know, the sun comes up every morning, and Christian McCaffrey has an ankle injury. Yeah, I haven't heard much more about it. Uh, It just came up on my phone that he had an ankle injury. So, suffered in practice, I think it said, but I haven't heard much more about it. So, monitor it. Hopefully, Hopefully he doesn't kill fantasy owners for another year. He's already started off a little bit slower, so. Yeah, all right. Heckling fandom royalty is here. Let's hold their breath for this comment and read through it. Christian is here in our comments. Says, hello, boys. Totally forgot to leave a voice up. But Ron, can you please explain to me in fantasy football podcasters such as yourself, lost to me, the rookies of the league, by about 100 points. 
the Ron, why don't you let us uh, know how you lost to 100 point and well, including you your definition how Christian can't spell? What, well, you know, I, I think he was referencing another sport, actually. I, I think he spelled it right. You just read it wrong. Rockies. Um, so here's what happens. Even the fantasy football gods are cool. merciful. And they just couldn't see Christian get beat a second week in a row. So they were like, you know what? We're going to boost the spirits for this one week. And we'll just have, you know, Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup just have some monster games and make Ron's team shit the bed. Um, don't expect that to keep happening, Christian. Don't worry. I will be in the playoffs. <laughs> and you can sit from your couch comfortably and watch us all that are in the playoffs play while you don't get to. Oh, that is absolutely brutal. We have another question from the Heckling Fandom. Sam, if you are not a member of the Heckling Fandom, like and subscribe to the show, and we will do this for you all season. All season. Also, let me know how you heard about us. Yes. Uh, Damian Pierce or Jarrell Henderson for week three, full PBR. My feeling is Damian Pierce. He got 15 carries. Last week, and he's going in a very good matchup against the Bears, where I think you could see both him and his counterpart on the other side for the Bears, David Montgomery, both have very excellent games. So I think it's a good game trip for both of them in offenses that are not very good. So Damian Pierce is my answer for you, Sam. And Christian in here with another comment says, apology bet. Christian, what is this apology bet that you want to bring up with Ron? Because we would love to hear it. And then if you lose, you can do it in audio format. We're more than happy to oblige that way. So, Ron, is there any other uh, players or news that you want to bring up before we get into this weekly breakdown? Nope. We'll get back to the uh, apology bet that Christian potentially wants to do with you. So, let's do this shit. All right, let's get to what will be one of the most interesting games of the week first, the Bills and Dolphins. So first question I've got for you tonight, Ron, out of the three giant number one wide receivers out of this game, who's going to have the biggest game? Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, and Jalen Waddell. You might see it again. You might see all three of these guys just go off. Uh, the Dolphins' defense hasn't looked great the first two weeks. I mean, I believe they'd have, they've had to come from behind both weeks. Um, and the Bills offense is going to be the Bills offense. I don't think they're going to be slowed down very easily this year. So I do believe that it's going to be all three of them. I would expect every single one of them to have over 70 yards and at least two thirds of them to have a touchdown. You didn't answer the question once, which one is going to have the biggest week? Right. Like I said, um, I think you're going to see all of them have really good weeks. And no, if I had to pick one, I would go Stefan Diggs just because Gabe Davis, if he does play, still hobbled a little. And we seen last week, Josh Allen just loves Stefan Diggs. The yeah, other two uh, a little bit. One of yeah. they're gonna take they're gonna take, you know, snaps away from each other. Well, not snaps, but targets away from each other. 
So if I had to pick one, I would pick Stefan Dix. All right, next question I got for you. And this is kind of interesting because he's coming off an injury. So you can give me a laid out of this within this question. Will Gabe Davis be back and effective for fantasy football this week? If he's playing, I think he will be effective. Um, I I don't think you'll see like wide receiver one numbers out of him. I think he'll probably still be a step slow than what he normally is due to the ankle injury that he suffered what last Saturday. Like it's up yeah. to this point, it hasn't even been a week yet. So if he plays, just manage expectations for him. Um, because he he could go out there, run one route, and realize it doesn't feel right and then not play the rest of the game. Is he someone that you would trade for James Robinson? Like trade for James Robinson to get James Robinson? Um, no, no. I think, uh, I think, I think Gabe Davis will have more weak winning numbers this year than James Robinson. And I'm not hating on James Robinson. I've already, uh, I've, I've already, uh, said that I was wrong on that part for this year. Very wrong. But I, I still, I wouldn't say very wrong. Let's, let's very wrong. Easy. Has he even had over a hundred yards yet? No, but you said he was going to be useless and he is definitely not right. useless. So not very wrong, but he's not having like his big, like explosion weeks. He's very, he is useful as a RB two right now in fantasy where Gabe Davis could have weak winning numbers. And I don't think, James Robinson will have those this year still. Fair enough. Is Chase Edmonds a flex-worthy play this upcoming week? He had over 50% of the plays for the Miami Dolphins last week. If you have to, it's still very unclear if he's going to remain the starter or if it's going to be Raheem Mostert. So I would, uh, if you have better options, I would, like if you have Damian Pierce, I would do Damian Pierce over Chase Edmonds. Me too. That in a heartbeat, that wouldn't even be a question. I'd I'd almost do Daryl Henderson over uh Chase Edmonds also. So I'll give a little bit of backstory to that uh Robinson question. I tried to get Gabriel Davis off him for Robinson. He goes, I see what you did there. So this is Christian. This was an offer I threw to him. He goes, I was literally about to ask the same question. So there you go, Christian. I was getting the opinion for you, but I was trying to show you it wasn't a ridiculous offer. I'm not trying to sham you. Welcome to the league. (laughs) Next question I've got for you here, Ron. This is for the Bengals and Jets game. So we're moving on. Obviously, you know my answer on this. I'm going to say he's going to be a number one wide receiver on the week. But will Garrett Wilson be a number one wide receiver in your book on the week? I would say, I would, I would say no, but I don't think he'll be far off. I think he'll be right around that wide receiver 15. So a really solid wide receiver too. I don't see him getting two touchdowns again. You know what I mean? But you know, 90 yards and a touchdown with, a handful of catches that could get him wide receiver, you know, 15, 14 numbers. I think he gets to that wide receiver one range again this week, because I could think you could see Joe Flacco throw over 50 passes a game in this next week. We saw that was kind of the formula for them last year in their victory against him. And the Bengals defense isn't that much different. I think you'll see that short intermediate passing game where he's going to get separation. I think he's going to have monster numbers again this week. So look for it to continue. It'll be very interesting to see, when Zach Wilson comes back in week four, and that's apparently what, based on reports, what's going to happen 
if he is the number one option in that offense because we haven't really seen him play with him yet. Next question I got for you for Hold this on. game, though. Oh, you got something for us. We have it. We got to make sure we're telling them who we think is going to win, too. Uh, so first one, I've got Buffalo winning, and I pick the Jets in the upset. But I'll. what about for you? I definitely got – where the fuck is the Buffalo game? <laughs> no, I picked the Dolphins. I went contrarian, and I picked the Dolphins over the Bengals. Um, that is more of a – like just to be the, contrar- the contrarian pick – try to up my numbers in our little competition we have mm-hmm. just in case. And then, right. yeah, I picked the Bengals because I'm smart. Yeah, you guys were all so smart with picking against the Jets last weekend too. Uh, will <laughs> Joe Burrow have less than one turnover in finishing the top 12 quarterbacks this week? No and no. Oof. So you're seeing this – are you thinking this is going to be an ugly game script? No, I don't think it'll be an ugly game script, but I could definitely see the Mount Burroughs getting hit. Definitely could throw or uh, fumble the ball. Okay. And then, you know, an interception is probably there too, being rushed with this horrible offensive line. And I just, I don't know if he gets the numbers to get to QB1. If he does, it'll be the bottom half. Like it'll be, 10, 11, 12. All right. And is this going to be more of a Joe Mixon narrative where he could potentially have a multi-touchdown game then? We saw that with Dick Chubb last week. Yeah, I definitely think uh, if they're smart, they got to stop trying to throw the ball so much. They need to balance out their attack. I think you see a lot more Joe Mixon. I think you see more Hayden Hurst. And you're going to see Joe Burrow trying to get that ball out of his hands a lot quicker. Okay, who wins this game in your book? I believe you already said, but... Bengals, yeah, Bengals. You sure you don't want to change your answer? Positive. Okay, all right. So I'm already we're... I'm already worlds ahead of JJ and Ryan. They haven't even put in their picture yet. <laughs> all right, we'll move on to the Raiders and Titans. Yeah, I kind of had a feeling today when oh, I asked they if... don't get a point for this week, for this game that's playing right now. Oof. Yeah, that's true. They don't. Raiders and Titans. To be fair, JJ's probably drunk right now uh, where he is. That doesn't him. care much about it. Uh, Raiders and Titans. First question in this game script that I've got for you for fantasy football. Devontae Adams was not very productive <clears throat> last week. A little bit disappointing for him. So this week, will Devontae Adams have over 13 catches in this game? Over 13 catches? Yes. No. Targets? No. Targets, yes. He only so week one he had a forty six percent target share. Week two it was eighteen percent. I don't think either one of those numbers are going to be normal. I think you're <laughs> going to see it be more of like the twenty seven twenty eight percent, which is still ridiculously high. But that's what he always seen in Green Bay, and that's how they were. You know, I know they're zero and two. Both these teams are zero and two, which is weird. Um. But I think you see him get around 25 to 27% target share. Definitely gets 13 targets. Probably catches eight or nine balls. All the balls. All the balls. Right in his hands. Your your favorite. Um, Yeah, no, I agree with you here. Um, Yeah, 13 catches is a little bit high. 
Uh, <clears throat> targets more likely. Yeah. Maybe double digit catches. He could probably get, he could get to 10. I think this is going to be the game where they're going to hyper target him again. They're looking for a win. He's their best player. Look for that to happen. Uh, next question. Will Traylon Burks again be the Titans number one receiver in targets this week? And will they actually get him on the field for more plays? The coach seems to be adamant that he's not ready for more plays, but will we see <laughs> it because he's going to force their hand? I mean, the coach isn't adamant then. I mean, it might not happen. That's a hard one. It's hard. I mean, I don't think you could start him until we see him on the field more. Is he worthy of a wide receiver, wide receiver three spot in lineups? If you have to, flex, I wouldn't mind. Would you play him over the Chiefs receivers? Yes. 100%. Okay, and in this game, outside of the Yeti, what are the other fantasy options we should be looking at? Is there anything else? Um, Josh Jacobs is a fine play. He's been sneakily pretty good in getting all the volume for uh, that not, team. Not sneaky if you listen to me all offseason. I thought he was going to be, have a good season. You um, were in the minority on that. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's Josh Jacobs, Derek – or not Derek Carr, no, not Derek Carr, Devontae Adams and King Henry. I think those are the really only ones that you will feel comfortable starting. I agree with that sentiment. So Christian's got another question, apparently on Derrick Henry. He said, <clears throat> is Derrick Henry declining or did the Bills just make him look bad? Are we going to see him perform this game? So the fantasy footballers put this very elegantly every year. Is it snowing? Derrick Henry every year starts off historically slow. It, it looks bad and we kind of worry if he's getting back up. He was playing the Bills defense. Don't worry. He's going to rev up. That offensive line is going to gel a little bit better. The team probably won't win. But Derrick Henry is going to get his, and you will see him running off those numbers like Derrick Henry does in two to three weeks. I'm not saying don't be worried, but if he doesn't come out and perform against this Titans defense, it might be time to worry. But also, the Titans need to utilize him more. Like yeah, no they're not they're not giving him the rock like they normally do, and the whole offense is suffering because of it. Are you more worried about him or Delvin Cook? Derrick Henry. All right, let's move on to the Saints and Panthers. First question in the series of three questions I've got for you. Will Alvin Kamara be back for this game? And if not, are we playing Mark Ingram, who is rumored to split with Tony Jones' upcoming week? Are you feeling confident that we're going to see Alvin Kamara in that backfield? I think Alvin Kamara is trending towards playing. Um, if he didn't, I don't think I would feel comfortable starting Ingram either. Okay. Let's move on to the next running back that we've already kind of alluded to, and this will be kind of interesting how you answer this based on the knee. Will Christian McCaffrey have a vaunted week against the Saints defense? I've been sitting here. I've been trying to find more news on CMC, and I can't. <laughs> I can't find any more news on CMC, and it's really frustrating because it's Thursday. So what's your feeling on this? What's your gut telling you? Is there something to be concerned about here? Well, I'm kind of a fantasy pessimist, so yes, I'm concerned. Especially when it comes to Christian McCaffrey, because this is year three, and like, I mean, it just, it's scary. I'm, pest, I'm 
I'm nervous, but if he's playing, you got to play him. You need some therapy, right? I might need some therapy about it. Um, do you need some therapy if you're playing Robbie Anderson again this week? What are we looking at for him? Is he going to have another good week? This is the weirdest shit in the world seeing Baker Mayfield throw to someone that apparently hates him. Yeah, I mean, he's getting the targets. You know what I mean? And that's really all you can hope for when it comes to wide receivers. You want them to have targets. Even if they're not the best targets, he's still getting targets. You trade for DJ Moore on the low? Um, You could try. I mean, I know I wouldn't get rid of DJ Moore. Um, I mean, it's hard to trust anybody out of this Panthers passing game. It just hasn't looked great. But, I mean, someone's going to have to catch the ball. So, yeah, and it's going to be on the other side of the field. His name is Michael Thomas. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Ravens and Patriots. Do we get the video game numbers from Lamar Jackson again this week, or will the Pats bring him down to earth a little bit? I don't think we get quite the same numbers. Um, I think J.K. Dobbins is back and helps alleviate some of the pressure off of Lamar Jackson. So he won't get a hundred yards rushing again. A lot of that came off of that one 79 yard running play that he had for the touchdown. Uh, but he's still, I still think he puts up a good game. He's hard to stop. I mean, last year, the only reason he, you know, didn't finish very good for fantasy overall was because he missed the last five games. This is also true. And what do we make of the Patriots' backfield this weekend? Who are we playing and are we playing anyone? If you have to play someone, I would play Damian Harris. I agree with that sentiment. I would, I, would, I would hard sit all of them if I don't have to play them. Would you look to trade for uh, Ramondre Stevenson and Dynasty? Honestly, I don't. Because, I mean, Harris may not be there next year. Ramondre Stevenson might not be there next year. They might draft a completely different running back. Who knows? If they don't play well, will Bill Belichick be there next year? I think he will be. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I mean, it's not 100%. If you had to bet right now 100% that Bill Belichick was going to coach that team next year, you wouldn't put that bet. So, I don't know. This team could be on a fast decline. Sorry, Ryan. Anything else you wanted to cover in this game? Uh, Rashad Bateman's a start. Um, And like we said earlier, Jacoby Myers, full PPR. If he's playing, you play him in a a flex at least. I think you can uh, throw Duvernay in your flex too if you're desperate. Duvernay's a nice, long target, cheap, easy option if you're desperate. Lions and Vikings. This is one that should be a... Get back on the right foot game for Delvin Cook, who seems to always destroy the Lions. So, will Delvin Cook get right and have a monster week for fantasy football? Like you said, he should, but this is a good test to see how the coaching staff wants this offense to run. And if they were smart, they would run it through Delvin Cook. I know they came over wanting Justin Jefferson to be Cooper Cup from last year and whatnot, but... Last week, we seen what happens when Kirk Cousin tries to hyper-target his guy. 
It doesn't yes, work, and he throws interceptions, and it ruins the whole offense. This has got to go through Delvin Cook, work off the play action. If you want to pass it a little bit more than Zimmer did, that's fine, but it needs to be play action, bootleg. You need to have Delvin Cook be the focal of this offense. And let me ask you the crazy question on the week. Will Amon Ross St. Brown score more for fantasy than Justin Jefferson this week? No. Even close? It'll be close. It'll be close, but it, I don't think he'll get there. What chance do you have on that? The chance that Amon Ra will finish more? Yes. 38%. Oddly specific and kind of creepy you came up with that number. It was fun. <laughs> That's, that was weird, but I like it. And... It's going to be a lot of points, I think, in this fantasy game. So where do the rest of the fantasy points go for both of these teams? Uh, for the Vikings, I think you're going to see Delvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Irv Smith. For the Lions, DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown. And that's probably it. Who do you guys have winning? Go back to the Titans game. Uh, the Titans game. I picked the Raiders, Joe picked the Titans, we both picked the Saints, we both picked the Ravens, and we both have the Vikings. Keep it us honest, Christian. I like it. And I agree with all your points that you made there for the Vikings and Lions. If you have a player, you're starting them in this game because guess what? In this game script, both of those teams should be scoring. There's absolutely yeah. no doubt about that. And Jared Goff is a good streaming quarterback this week if you need to. Yes. Eagles and Commanders. So, do we start both Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts in this matchup? Jalen Hurts, I think, is no doubt, but Carson Wentz is he a top 12 this week? I mean, Carson Wentz, the way he's been playing, you kind of have to start him. I don't think he hits top 12. That Eagles defense looked ferocious last week. It's scary. But, on I mean, it, was, it was against uh, Kirk Cousins in primetime, which he historically never does well in. But this is also Carson Wentz, who has historically never not done well in general. So I think we might see the commanders come back down to what they really are this week. Be weary starting any of them. I think you have to start them, though, because they've you just have been to start fantasy football. Curtis, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, you have to start those two. I don't know. I wouldn't start Terry McLaurin. I think Darius Slay is going to cover Darius. Terry that, that is insane that you just mentioned that because the next question yep. I had for you was does Scary Terry lead Curtis Samuel and Jahan Doxon's fantasy points this week? And you kind of alluded to it. Why not? Uh, Darius Slay, man. I think they're going to shut him down. You see Justin Jefferson not. I mean, he had 10 points or something like that in full PPR, but that's not Justin Jefferson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Terry McLaurin hasn't been doing that much this year. Saved a couple some touchdown weeks and everything. Uh, I think you see more out of Curtis Samuel and Jahan Dotson than you do Terry McLaurin this week. Fair enough. And who has the bigger fantasy week with, I wouldn't say sketchy running backs, but ones you always have a little bit of thought in the back of your head about as as to how they're going to do Miles Sanders or Antonio Gibson. It's Miles Sanders. He's got the, he's got the stranglehold on that. Three-headed monster. Yes, they still use Gainwell. Yes, they still use Boston Scott. But it's Miles Sanders' backfield, and this is another guy that I was pounding the table for all offseason. People wanting to say, you know, Kenneth Gainwell this, Boston Scott that, and I said, you know, 
Miles Sanders looked good last year, and he's continuing to look good this year. I was on the Kenneth Gainwell bandwagon. I really thought he was going to take over that starting backfield. Uh, where would you put Antonio Gibson then for running back? Is he a RB2 flex option? I mean, if you have him, you got to start him. The opportunity should be there. Hopefully the game script goes well to where he can get some good passing down work because I don't know how much running efficiency he's going to have. We have another question here from the heckling fandom says, what is going on fellas? And if you're not a part of the heckling fandom, man, like, and subscribe to the show. We will answer your shit anytime on live and in the comments. We are more than happy to do that. What is going on fellas? Choose two for flex PPR. Gabe Davis for Miami, Bateman for New England, Zeke for the Giants, or Sutton for the 49ers. So two for my flex in this game is Gabe Davis if he's healthy and Sutton versus the 49ers. That is a banged up wide receiving core for the Denver Broncos are going to look to get right. So I think Sutton is going to be a big monster. You have a little bit of a decision between Davis and Bateman, but I would go with Davis because that is going to be a game script where if he's playing in, there's going to be a shitload of passing. That's what Buffalo does. It's going to be a very high-scoring game. It's Davis and Sutton for me. Yeah, I think if I put these guys in order of how I would start them, it would be Sutton, Gabe Davis, Rashad Bateman, Zeke. Um, Gabe Davis, keep keep an eye on the injury reports. If he's If there's even a slight chance that he isn't 100%, I would pivot to Bateman. I'm going to say this right now. There's a chance it could bite you in the ass if you do that. But I'd rather have the, I'd rather have the assurance of someone who's healthy going into the game rather than someone whose ankle doesn't seem right and could end up coming out of the game re-injuring his ankle. It kind of just feels like Zeke is just falling off the face of the earth too. So he would I still easily be my. Be- Go ahead. I, I still think Zeke will be all right season long. I really do. Um, they got to get him more involved. And he could have a good game against the Giants. Again, Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari, I don't know if they're going to play yet. So that, I mean, our, our defensive line hasn't looked horrible, but it'll look a lot better when those guys come back. Okay, getting back to the Commanders and Eagles game, what is your thoughts on Logan Thomas in this game? I like him personally at the tight end position, but do you? This week I do, just because the corners for the Eagles are really good. So you might see dump-offs to Logan Thomas. He could finish with like five catches for 50 yards. I mean, and for a tight end, that's you can't ask for much more than that, really. And obviously, play Brown. Chiefs and Colts. Uh, this is a little bit of a sleeper for me this week. And we especially. both picked the Eagles to win. Yes. Thank you for clarifying that because Christian would have said something again. Yeah, he'd yell at us. Yeah. Angry Christian yelling at us. Shocking. <laughs> this player is a little bit of a sleeper on the week and I think could do decent again if Pittman is out. Looks like Pittman is trending towards playing, but I would still play him, I think, because I think the Colts can fall behind in this game quite a bit. Is Ashton Doolin viable for the Colts this week, one if Pittman is in and one if Pittman is out. If Pittman is in, then no. Because not only is Pittman trending to play, Alec Pierce is also trending to play. So you're diving him right off your yeah. roster. Yeah. I don't think Ashton Doolin is going to do anything this game, regardless, whether they play or not. Okay. I just, I don't like the passing game without Pittman. 
And you've already alluded to this on the show, but do you start any of the receiving options outside of Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs? No. No, I do not. And what is Clyde Edwards-Alaire's numbers going to be? He'll have a good game. And Jonathan Taylor will have a great game. (laughs) You really hope so, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not benching him. But you think think Edwards-Alaire will have a decent game, though? I think it'll be all right. Yeah, and obviously you're playing Mahomes and probably not Matt Ryan. No. And we both got the Chiefs winning. I think everyone does. That would be quite an upset. (laughs) All right, here is one that is going to piss JJ off to no end because the Bears are not producing any offense as of late. Texans and Bears. So is this game strip going to remain heavy running game for both of them? And are we avoiding... All Bears starters minus David Montgomery in this game. Uh, yeah. I mean, you kind of have to at this point. But I do think we see this week that the Bears finally get this offense going. Um, The Texans, they've been scrappy. They've been doing some good things. But their defense still isn't there. I mean... They're still going to allow points. I think you see Justin Fields get some good rushing yardage. And I think you see him pass for more than 11 passes. But you you can't trust any of it right now. So David Montgomery is the only guy you should be starting. And I think he'll be good. I think David Montgomery will have a really good game. Could Brandon Cooks uh, be a top 15 wide receiver on the week? Yeah. Is it going to happen? no, probably not. But Brandon Cooks could always be a top 15 wide receiver on the week. That's true. He's he's the most underrated fantasy wide receiver over the past uh, how long has he been in the league? Cuz it's been every year. He's been Eight, underrated. 9 years. Yeah, he he's always been underrated. Yeah, and very overlooked in the fantasy aspects of Yeah. The realm. All right, uh Damon Pierce, we already talked about him a little bit. What's the ceiling for him this week? Is it going to be more than 15 carries? Yeah, his ceiling is a hundred hundred yards and a TD. Like, I mean, he he could easily do that. The Bears' defense hasn't looked great. I mean, the uh, Packers just ran all over them last week, all over them. So, do, do both him and Montgomery get over a hundred in this game? Yes, I, I would. I would say yes. I agree. They Anything? could. Go ahead. They could finish both finishes like top seven fantasy running backs on the week just because the matchup is so great for both of them. Yep, and that's something you may consider in a DFS lineup. And at the end of this show, I will give us one, whether you prepared one or not. But I did not. Don't but I will up. say that I I do have the Bears to win this game. I believe you I have, have the Texans, Texans winning this yeah. game. I'm sorry, JJ. You're going to lose to the Texans. Well, yeah, J- I picked the Bears, so <laughs> no, obviously I'm going to lose. <laughs> yeah, uh, this was a trend going on Garbage Time Fantasy Football. All last year when Ramu picked the Bears. I think man, there was only lose. I think there was only one time where I actually picked them and they won. So like, I think every other time they lost. So just put the nail in the coffin for the Bears this week. <laughs> maybe it was a Matt Nagy thing, you know? Maybe maybe it'll be different this year. I don't think so. Jaguars <laughs> and Chargers. Will Justin Herbert or Keenan Allen show symptoms of their injuries from this past week? 
Uh, yeah, I, I think if they play, I, I don't know if Keenan Allen plays. Uh, I know Justin Herbert will play. He'll probably be wearing one of those flak jackets. And if he gets hit, he's gonna, you're going to see it. You're going to see the pain in his eyes because he's got cracked ribs and those are not comfortable. Whew, better hope that that kid from Michigan isn't coming rushing at him. That kid is a good outside linebacker. Well, defensive end outside linebacker. but Yeah. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson would hurt to get hit at those ribs. Yeah, they, they need to believe some people in the backfield to help block a little bit there, I think. Yeah, it's just not a little Aiden bit. Hutchinson, it's Trayvon Walker. And you want to do anything you can to avoid Tyrod Taylor's doctor, who is off the yes, sideline for exactly. this game. Exactly. So protect your man. Make sure he's not out for the season. Is Christian Kirk a sneaky top five wide receiver on the week in a passing game script? I don't think he'll be top five. I don't what's, think he'll be there. What's the ceiling then? Ceiling would be seven to ten in that area. Okay. Is Austin Eckler going to get back to script this week? I think Austin Eckler is going to be kind of what you've been seeing the first two weeks. I think this is how they want to use Austin Eckler. Um, they don't want him to be the bell cow. They don't want him to get injured, so they don't want to give him all the work. You're going to see. Um, Sony Michelle, you're gonna see Joshua Kelly. Gross. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, for fantasy it sucks, but for the health of Austin Eckler, it's gonna be it's it's good. Cause I mean, and I, I keep tooting my own horn with these running backs. I mean, but I said that I was nervous about Austin Eckler going into this year, especially where he's being drafted. Cause I mean, people were taking him fifth overall and stuff like that. And I'm like, I just, I don't see him getting the work that he got last year. And he definitely wasn't going to get 20 touchdowns this year. So. Correct. And obviously I think you're playing Robinson in this game. It's a yep. decent option there. Are you playing the other running back for the Jaguars? ETN. Oh God. You know what? You would think that this would be the week that he would have to go off. He's, he's clearly, I wouldn't say clearly, but he he profiles as the pass catching back for this offense, right? So you would think that this game where I believe they're going to get down real fast, that they would need Travis Etienne. But man, is it scary because he hasn't done next to nothing so far this year. This is the one running back room that I've been way off on. And Palmer, if Allen does not start as a wide receiver three on the week? Yes. 100%. And Mike Williams started. Oh, yeah. 100%. Next game, Rams and Cardinals. Will... We both pick Chargers. Yes. And Rams and Cardinals. Will Kyler Murray be more consistent this weekend, not just blow up and have all those points in the second half? Well, I want to say yes, but I don't know if you know this, but the Call of Duty, the new Call oh, of Duty beta no. is this weekend. So, oh, like... Oh, no. I don't know how much film he's gonna watch. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's coming out this weekend. The 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 beta, the open beta, was this weekend. You heard it here, folks. He's scoring <laughs> under fifteen fantasy points on the week. I hope not. He's on my uh, dynasty team. And the Rams will crush him. No, uh, I think it'll be a good game. The Rams defense has looked pretty bad. I mean, they almost allowed Atlanta to make a comeback. Like, I just. Uh, it could be a sneaky close game, 
I still have the Rams to win it just because I think the Cardinals offense is going to look real horrible right up until Hopkins comes back. But Yeah. All right. With the injuries to the Cardinals running backfield, are we benching all Cardinals on the week or is anyone viable? No, no, If uh, James Conner doesn't play, I think you start the Williams that's on that team. I'm not even going to attempt the first name because I always get that one wrong. One uh, of the Williams whatever, twins. Whatever the D Williams is on the Cardinals, <laughs> if James Conner isn't playing, you can you can start that D Williams. Who's <laughs> the starting I, running back of the Rams this week? Is it Darrell Henderson or Cam Akers? I think it's Darrell Henderson. All right, give us a lay down of the wide receiving core for both of these teams, and then we'll move on to the Packers and Bucks. Okay, for the Rams, you start Cooper Cup, and we're done with that one. And <laughs> no, 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 Robinson. Oh, I forgot Allen Robinson was there. All right, yeah, Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. Yeah, he had a touchdown okay. last week. Uh, and for the Cardinals, it is. Whew. Uh, you kind of have to start Hollywood Brown, but that's scary. And then come on, give me the other name. Uh, Zach Ertz has been doing real good the first couple weeks. Not the name I'm thinking uh, of. And maybe a flyer in your flex on (laughs) Dorch. I mean, I have picked him up in a league or two. And if I, I mean, it's not going to feel pretty. It's not going to be a nice time, but he could get you 10, 11 PPR points. Like (laughs) he won't goosey. I don't think we don't think we don't think. All right. Packers and bucks. We both have the ribs. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to just let you keep doing that. Yeah, that's fine. I got it. RL Lazard or the lizard King, Sammy Watkins, a must start in this game. I didn't think I'd ever say Sammy Watkins was going to be relevant after week two. The Lizard King or the Lizard King? I don't know. (laughs) The Lizard King Uh, or the Lizard King? um, Yeah, I mean, I think I saw Lizard on the injury report yet again. Um, If he doesn't play for some reason, then uh, Sammy Watkins is a definite go, which is weird to say out loud. Um, But you could flex either one of them, I think. They both have a chance for a touchdown. Uh, I don't feel like this game is going to be as high scoring as everyone thinks it is. That Bucks team is depleted. I will say though, Godwin and uh, Julio are practicing again. I've thoughts, heard thoughts on that. I've I've heard both of them are long shots to actually play this week. What a bitch. you might see! You might see a wide receiving tandem of Russell Gage and Cole Beasley. For the Buccaneers. Maybe some Scotty Miller poured in. Mm, So I am, if at all possible, bench Tom Brady. Um, Fournette is a must start because he's going to get dump offs like crazy. Um, Rashad White? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. But I've got the Packers winning this game. I just don't think with all the injuries the Bucs have that they can overcome. I believe I have the Bucs winning this, don't I? You do, yeah. Tom Brady does weird things to the 
it's Packers. probably one of your worst takes all day, and you actually have the Jets beating the Bengals. So that's saying something. You want an apology about this one? What, did the Packers win? Yeah. Yes. Hit the button then. Oh, I'm not even on that screen, boy. Bring it up, boy. Hold on. Nope, that's the speech one. That's not the one I want. <laughs> I almost did that one. I did that one time. You were close. We've got too many goddamn there it is. Next question. Will Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon be the bigger fantasy option for the Packers this week? Aaron, I'm going to go Aaron Jones. He still gets the pass catching work, so he's getting the receptions. So he'll have more fantasy points, I think, than A.J. Dillon. Give me A.J. Dillon because I think they're going to want to keep Tom Brady off the field regardless of who his wide receivers are because he's fucking the GOAT. He's what? Because <laughs> he's fucking the GOAT. Take that however you like. There's there's your clip. for <laughs> So, guys, Tom Brady is fucking the GOAT. Oh, when you can't see commas because you're speaking. Incredible, isn't it? <laughs> but anyway, I say AJ Dillon's going to have more fantasy relevant points, and Ron is going with Aaron Jones. Next game, Falcons and Seahawks. Well, you still got that image in your head. <laughs> Are we more worried about Rashad Penny or Kyle Pitts in this game? Uh, Rashad Penny. Honestly, I think Kenneth Walker is coming back. They're probably going to want to get him more involved. Rashad Penny didn't look great in week two. I mean, he looked pretty good in week one, but week two, not so much. No. Uh, we're, we're Kyle Pitts. I mean, I know the coach came out and said, you know, we're here to win games, not play fantasy, but. You're gonna win more games. You're gonna win more games if you involve Kyle Pitts in your offense. Heckling Fandom has another question for us for some reason. Uh Jacob Ander asks us, need one wide receiver, one flex in PPR. DK Metcalf, Brandon Cooks, Rashad Payton, and Tony Pollard. Thanks, y'all. Make sure to like and subscribe to the show if you're not already, Jacob. In this format, I think I would pick. Brandon Cooks is one of them, definitely. Yeah, Brandon. My thing was between Rashad Bateman and DK Metcalf. I don't know, Tony Pelton. Well, the Falcons kind of suck on defense, and I want to call. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm. I would go DK Metcalf and Brandon Cooks. I think. Oh, God, that's so hard. That's a hard one. DK DK sucks this year too. So. That, yeah, but he's still getting the targets and the catches. He's just not getting the yardage. And so I'm thinking, that Patriots defense is a little stingy with the wide receivers, too. So I think I would go with DK yeah, Metcalf and yeah. Brandon Cooks. Uh, yeah, DK Metcalf and Brandon Cooks, I think. And based on times for these games, is there either that you would throw in the flex as opposed to the wide receiver spot? I think they're both playing. No, I believe one is the one o'clock. Yeah, yeah, no. It doesn't matter really. With okay. it being one and four, I would if you want to throw the one o'clock in your main slot so that way you can pivot. You can. 
later. Moving on. All right, now we already just talked about DK Metcalf, but is Tyler Lockett in for another 100-plus yard game, or is he going to do what Tyler Lockett does and disappear for four weeks? Wait, he had a 100-plus yard game last week? I believe he did. Wow. No, he's not going to. Hold on, hold on. Let me... Let me get some accurate information. I thought I saw that he did. He I, might. I had to I had to sleep for work last weekend, so I didn't get to watch a lot of football. While I'm looking that up, tell me what you think about Tyler Algier getting 10 plus carries. Possible or not? Um, see, here's where the other D Williams is. And I think he's on he got moved to the IR, I believe, right? Yes. Okay, so they still have Cordero Patterson. And I, I don't think I'd, st- I wouldn't start Algier. Definitely have him on your roster. See how he looks. He didn't look great this week. If he doesn't look great again, or he didn't look great last week. If he doesn't look great again this week, Algier is probably a cut. Um, Cordell or Patterson, they probably will just go back to using him more. If Algier isn't, I think Algier had something like 3.1 yards per carry or something subpar like that so watch the carries watch the carries watch the production uh it's a pretty decent matchup against the seahawks so he should be able to come out here and uh have good results speaking of production yes he did have on have over 107 yards in the game at 11 11 11 11 11.9 a reception and nine receptions and dk metcalf caught four for 35 but I think it's a better game script for DK Metcalf this upcoming week. I don't think Tyler Lockett will have a 100-yard game this upcoming week. I'd rather have DK Metcalf in this game. Yeah. Is Marcus Mariota a good streamer on the week? No. Well, yes. I lied. I, I think he is, Halfway through. He's got the rushing upside. That's why. Absolutely. Anything else you want to cover about this game? Uh, Nope. All right. Let's talk about the team that absolutely stopped the Seahawks Falcons, last Falcons. week. Yeah, Falcons are Falcons. Dirty birds. 49ers versus Broncos. Uh, will George Kittle be back and healthy for this week? I think you already answered this. Uh, back, yes. Healthy, eh. Probably not. <laughs> Unlikely. You starting him. <laughs> what? Huh? You, you starting him. Oh, if he plays, you have to have him in there, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, tight end position. Yeah. Is Cortland Sutton in for a monster week going up against the 49ers this week? Yeah, I think he is. I think you might see him get something like, you know, the mid-20s target share. End up putting up eight and Hundy and a touch, touchdown. Uh, this game will be a lot close, uh, pretty close game, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think you see Debo Samuel uh, come back to Debo Samuel from last year now that Jimmy G's the QB. All right, and will Russell Wilson – Ride with Bronco Country and be very good against a familiar foe in the 49ers this week. God, you would hope so, wouldn't you? I mean, you'd hope so, and that's what I'm asking you for. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I think he'll be all right. Um, I don't think he's gonna have any type of stellar numbers. I think they try to run the ball a bunch with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. They, I wouldn't start any of the tight ends because they use like four tight ends throughout the entire game, which is weird. But 
I, I think you start Javante. I think you flex Melvin. You definitely start Cortland Sutton. And you kind of have to start Russ if you have him. Are uh, you? Unless, unless, uh, yeah, on the 49ers side, I, I kind of think you start, you start Everyone? them all. You start, you start Jeff Wilson, you start George Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk. Uh, obviously, you don't start Jimmy Garoppolo. And look, here's the thing one of those pass catchers are not going to do something. That's just how it is. Fair assessment. But, they're whoever does it is going to do a bit. All right. And Monday night, Cowboys versus Giants. Will Saquon Barkley carry the load, not your load run, but carry the load for the Giants? Yes. Every, every week. That's a, that's an instant. Yes. Every week. Like he is our offense and we won't do shit without him. Um, we need Kadarius Tony. It'd be great if we could have 2018 Kenny Galladay. That'd be fun. But instead, we got 2022 Kenny Galladay that was on the field for two plays. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. You start Saquon, end of list. By the way, 49ers are going to win that game. Truth. Okay, next question for you. Will C.D. Lamb perform better than a wide receiver two on the week? Better than a wide receiver two? Yes. So you're asking me if he'll be a wide receiver one? Yes. No. He could. I I would say there's a – it's close. It would be like a 40% chance that he does. Yeah, uh, we've been really, doing really, the picks, really, Christian. Christian. Get out of Thank here! Thank you, Christian. He is really just not doing his job very well, right? Now. What are you talking about? We've done them all. <laughs> but God, he I wins had, one, he wins one, one week. He wins yeah. one week. He thinks he runs the shit. God damn. To be fair, he probably does run this shit. All right. Uh, is there going to be any surprises for fantasy in this game, or is this going to be a dumpster fest for fantasy because of good defensive play? I think it'll be more of a dumpster fest. I think you see good games out of CD. Um, you see a good game out of Barkley. And probably a decent game out of Zeke and Pollard. I don't think either one of them will have, like, huge games. But I think they'll both have, like, decent low-end running back two, high running back three games. But I love fantasy dumpster fires. When it's on the other side. All right, Ron, we've run through all the games. You ready for a quick DFS lineup? Hold on. We got to make our games picks. Oh, 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 oh. That last one is <gasps> Cowboys. And I'm picking the Giants until they lose. So. Okay. Try. And they haven't yet. You are it's the, tele- well. you are it's the Teletubby well. of the undefeated teams. That's right. <laughs> Lightning Ron DFS. All right, this is a $50,000 budget in DFS tournaments in DraftKings. So first I've got for you, Jalen Hurts is $7,600 going up against Washington. Great for fantasy football, great for my team. Next I've got David Montgomery in that running script that we talked about against Houston at 5,900 going up against the 30th defense up on that week. 
Miles Sanders going up against Washington at 5,500, keeping cheap for the running back so I can spend up at the wide receiver position going up against the 26 defense. Justin Jefferson at 9,300 because he's been a baller, a beast, going to continue against the Lions. So 9,300, paying a damn premium there, but I like it. I'm on Ross A. Brown at 7,200, another damn premium, but the Sun God will have over 30 points again, lead me to prominence. Nelson Aguilar at 4,100, going up against the 32nd. Very not talked about bad secondary of the Baltimore Ravens. There are some injuries there going into the radar. Nelson Aguilar had the good week last week, so that is my guard throw of the week. Irv Smith Jr. almost had a 60-yard touchdown last week going up against Detroit. Going to be a good passing script. Really like him in this game. Damian Pierce, 5,000, could have his first 100-yard game of his career. Nice cheap option because I spent up on the wide receivers and Jaguars defense at 2,300 because I've got no goddamn money. Ron, what do you think about that DFS team? Oh, I like it. I think your running backs, you know, are very solid for being able to keep them pretty cheap. Uh, I didn't miss your quarterback. Who'd you say you had a quarterback? Jalen Hurts. Not bad. Um, yeah, I, I, I like your team. Uh, I think you probably could have went away from Justin Jefferson, saved yourself a little bit of money, and upgraded your wide receiver three or your flex, whoever was the really low one there. The low one was Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, I think you could have upgraded that a little bit. He... I don't like him, but I mean, having Justin Jefferson could totally make up for both positions. So, well, this is the lineup I'm going to use against you guys this weekend. So, you can do that in your lineup. I'm going to make that exact lineup, except switch out those two. Adorable. And then see what happens. How original of you. <laughs> Christian's got another question for us. What is your guys' opinions between Pollard and Elliott? Elliott will be a running back three on the week. I'm not highly confident in Pollard. Ron, I'm going to drop a skew because I don't like Pollard in any of my leagues ever. Uh, I think uh, Zeke will finish as a low-end RB2 on the week, and Pollard will be mid-tier RB3. Hmm, so I you got a little bit more confidence in both of them than I do. Yeah, I think uh, Pollard will see a few more receptions, and that'll kind of vault him into the RB3 category. All right, guys, if you like what you hear on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, make sure to like and subscribe to the show here on YouTube. Leave your live comments. Leave us hate at the bottom. We love it. You can also leave us voice or hate mails like Christian does instead of just in the comment section at www.garbagetimeff.com. Click on it on the right side of your screen and scream at the keyboard or your phone, and we will play it live on the show. Also, you can visit us at Garbage Time Fantasy Football on Instagram, Garbage underscore Time FF on Twitter, and leave us comments or any questions you have for your fantasy teams, we will answer them there. As I already said on the YouTube, we'll do that there. Visit us on our website. Ron, do you have anything you want to say to the heckling fandom before we get out of here tonight? Nah, man, like and subscribe. Join the heckling fandom. Yeah, we're oh. going places. We're going. You've had, you, you've had some commercials, I think, uh, on some shows. Tell us about that a little bit. Uh, I paid for a promotion on some podcasts. What's that podcast? I don't remember. Oh, that's that. That's great. You pay for shit and don't remember where you put it, huh? Yeah, all the time. Great. All right, guys. That's called Bills in Life. Have a great <laughs> night on that note. See you next week on the Recap Show.